This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another show and another episode of our Raw Reaction series, specifically the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am, except tomorrow, because there isn't going to be a show tomorrow morning. Apologies, hold my hands up, I can only apologise for that, but there's no show tomorrow morning, I'm going to take a day off. Um, it is match day uh, and it does mean that you're going to be able to get a show uh, about the game tomorrow in the evening, so it's not like there'll be no show tomorrow, but there will be no 8 a.m. show tomorrow morning on a match day. I, I'm considering making it a a regular thing um, that on weekend match days, at least, that I don't do it just to kind of give myself more of a break because I feel a little bit like I'm burning myself out at the moment, to be honest. So uh, I'll keep you in the loop. But just on match days, uh, I feel like, you know, it might be a good idea at the weekend to have a day uh, just to you know, <laughs> recoup, recover, and actually have a bit of a morning to myself. But as I say, I'll keep you in the loop on that one. Uh, Pini Wayne, good morning to you, mate. Uh, Olu, good morning to you. Matt G, AFC West Mids. Uh, we've got Bobby, we've got Mark, we've got Matt, uh, we've got G Norburn, uh, we've got Stevie Paul, we've got Marcus King, Julian Harvey. Good morning to all of you guys. AV, Jose. Uh, Rob Paul, uh, Marcus says, is Tom running out of headlines? DRB signed years ago and OR is a staple headline. Keep up the great work, Tom. Uh, P.S. Yes, I know it's a different DRB. Good. I'm glad that you do. Uh, Brad, good morning to you. Uh, does this DRB know which end to score bullet headers in? Of course, I hope so. Anyway, um, Bolly, good morning to you, mate. Uh, Jean, Big O, Jonathan, Stephen, Rich, Carney, good morning. Dana, Afsar. GGTV for you, Nikolai. Good morning, everybody, Gustavo, uh, and everybody else too. Um, so, yeah, if you can forgive me, uh, there will be no tomorrow morning. But uh, fingers crossed uh, we can bring you a very, very happy evening show uh, where we look uh, back at the tomorrow's game against Aston Villa. If you want to see our preview for the Aston Villa game, then go over to the Uploads tab because yesterday we did a preview show looking ahead to the Villa game. So make sure that you've got that info ready and available to you, Jonathan. What? You're prioritizing your health and well-being over 8am shows? Preposterous. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I can only apologize. <laughs> uh, but please make sure you subscribe to the Arsenal Way as well. As always, link in the description. I'll be live 
at uh, 7 7 9 30 over there in just over an hour under an hour and a half's time so do join us in the chat box over there ollie says tom you and harry should do a pitch invasion i reckon you could both last 10 minutes i think you completely overestimate my level of fitness but uh maybe if we would like to tag team like you know tag in tag out maybe we could keep going for as much as possible but uh no and to be honest it is it's getting a little bit frustrating i think there's a lot been a lot of pitch invasions recently um in football and it's uh you know i get that some people are doing it like we saw in the everton game yesterday for good causes i understand that but there are also some people that are doing it um really stupidly and there are other ways to raise awareness um and you know it's uh it's getting a bit dangerous at times and you have to feel for the there's also a thing about safety as well which also should be respected um moving forwards though uh, if you want to check out a piece that i did this morning talking about how allison save against us on wednesday night gave Mikel arteta all the incentive possible to look towards the transfer window in the summer towards a striker uh, i wrote about kind of that moment and what that moment represented in that game so uh give that a read it's on my page you can click the link in the description it'll take you to the football.london website um but our first story is of course the reaction to the england squad being announced yesterday and the arsenal have four players in the team aaron ramsdale ben white emil smith rowe and the Saka all got called up for the england squad i was a little bit surprised to see emil smith rowe uh, when i heard that that was going to be the case um yesterday morning it was you know i was surprised and to be fair considering the fact that Jaden sancho has been uh, I was going to say a lot better, and he probably has been. I mean, he's got goals, he's got assists in his last few games, but Gareth Southgate has decided to choose Smith-Rowe. Um, I think his versatility certainly helps. The fact he can play as a 10, as a left winger, I think all of that will go in his favour. Um, but Kaya Saka is really the only out-and-out right winger in the squad. Raheem Sterling, Grealish, Smith-Rowe, Foden, all typically tend to play more on the left. I know that Sterling can play on the right, uh, as could, I'm sure, Smith-Rowe if asked to. But Saka's the only real out-and-out right winger. And I thought it was really good to see Conor Gallagher. I know that, you know, we ate Chelsea and all that, but I think it's good to see Conor Gallagher back, uh, back in the team. I think he deserves it. And Jude Bellingham too, of course. Uh, and Ben White getting a call-up is really, really important. And I think that Aaron Ramsdale definitely, definitely deserves to be England's number one by this point as well um speaking of further call-ups cedric got called up to the portuguese squads uh what we do know about santos is that he calls up players that are playing um so players that are playing players that are doing really really well uh and cedric has been involved in the last five uh six games in fact and we've won five of them with the only loss coming against liverpool and he definitely deserved that call up i believe that he's replacing nelson Semedo. Uh, in the squad not sure if there's any kind of fitness issues with him I think there might have been um, but I think he were I think he's been called up for that reason however someone who's not been called up is Takahiro Tomiyasu Uh, Takahiro Tomiyasu was not called up by the Japanese national side and this probably gives us a bit of a hint to his availability at the weekend I would find it a bit odd that he would be available to play against Villa and then not to be called up Uh, it may be me just thinking too much into it but Uh, usually what happens is the national teams do ring around the clubs to kind of get updates on players and I'm sure Arsenal would have turned around and said we don't think it's a good idea for Tomiyasu to be called up but if that's the case then surely he won't be involved in the game against Villa on Saturday uh, which is a shame um, because he's back in training and he's working back to full fitness but clearly they don't think he's yet ready it's not confirmed but it is a pretty big sign that Tomiyasu may or may not 
be involved in the team on Saturday. Moving forward to the transfer links, and Arsenal have previously been linked to Sergino Dest, and reports coming out of Spain reporting that Barcelona would be willing to let him leave. This is unsurprising considering their chase for Nuzea Masraoui from Ajax. The price they want is around €20 million, Euros, so about £16 million to take him. Arsenal will arguably be looking for defensive reinforcement in the right fullback area, depending on the future of Cedric in the summer, whether or not he wants to push on to find somewhere else. Dest is a player that I know people have their reservations about, especially Clive uh, from the Arsenal Vision podcast. I know he has his own reservations about Dest. Um, and to be honest, I've not seen enough of him to, to rule out a move for Dest. But his versatility is certainly an asset. can play right back, left back, you know, could play further forward if he wanted to, but uh, hasn't been able to nail down that spot at Barca. And so Barca are looking towards a different Ajax fullback to uh, bring into the club in the summer in the form of Masraoui. Um, our penultimate link uh, is to Moussa Diaby, the Bayer Leverkusen and now French international, was called up for the French international team alongside Matteo Genduzzi, of all people. But yes, Moussa Diaby is also being linked to the move to Arsenal, who are keeping tabs on the former PSG youth player. He's got 12 goals and seven assists in 24 Bundesliga games, uh, playing alongside Patrick Schick, of course. 16 goals, nine assists in all competitions across 34 matches. Impressing heavily. Uh, and he's only 22 years of age, so there is a lot of scope for development in regards to where he's played most of the time this season. He's played 18 times on the right wing, 13 times on the left wing. I thought of him more as of a left winger, and I think he played most of last season, if I'm not wrong, on the left wing, but has certainly started playing a lot more on the right. And he looks like one of the most kind of perfect replacements for Nicolas Pepe if Pepe is to move on. Uh, left-footed, can play right, can play left. And uh, I think he would suit that system of what he wants to bring to the team and what Mikel Arteta wants from his players very nicely. Just on a quick check of his contract situation. He did sign a new contract in 2020 that doesn't expire uh, until 2025. So I think we've got plenty of time uh, to discuss and he'll have plenty. Well, by Leverkusen, have plenty of control over the situation. He's rated at £40.5 million on transfer marks. So he wouldn't be a cheap deal to get done if Arsenal did want to bring in the French international winger. Could we do a double by Leverkusen bid in the summer? Who knows? And our last story of the day is the return of links to Hussem Awar. Uh, Yes, not a big fan of Awar, as most of you guys know. He's only got three goals and three assists, I think, this season. His last, he's got one assist since October. Now, I know that my good friend, Bailey Keogh, just like Sam Alwar, um, and feels that he would be perfect for that left number eight slot in the team. I'm not convinced by Alwar. I'm not convinced by his mentality. I'm not convinced by his ability or his consistency or his commitment. And I just think that there are better teams, uh, better players out there. We'll wait and see if this turns out to be the case. I just think there are better players that we can go and get than our um, Deep saying El Nenny is better than our. I wouldn't go that far, but uh, yeah, I, I just don't think he's the right player to go for. And that is all of today's news, uh, which means we move on to your questions in the chat box. If you do have any that you'd like to throw in for the next 10 to 15 to 20 minutes or so, then get them in there now and we'll go through as many as feasibly possible.
All right, then. Let's go to Marcus, who says, we need a lacquer hold-up type forward who can score more. Who is this then, Tom? Realistics only. Um, Patrick Schick. I, I'll keep saying it over and over and over. And why is my moustache so prominent on this screen? <laughs> I just noticed this as well. I've just seen a message in the chat saying, Amadeus, how did Tom grow up moustache? I trimmed, but apparently I didn't trim this enough because it looks, yeah, looks like I'm kind of 80s porn star at this point. Uh, Marcus says, we need to lack us to hold up forward. But yeah, Patrick Schick is definitely uh, the one that we should go for, uh, in my opinion. He's the one that I think stands out amongst the rest. Most consistent goal scorer. Great hold up play. Not loads of assists. Only got three so far this season. But look, I think he's absolutely alongside Darwin Nunez from Maya. Those two are looking to be two of the really key kind of um, physical style forwards that we should or rather could be looking to. Uh, Albrecht says, Alwar dropped big in performances uh, and his personality doesn't fit the current strategy. Don't see it at all. Uh, Franklin says, uh, <laughs> Alwar is the new Draxler linked every transfer window for 10 years. Definitely so. Uh, Marcus says, first Sanchez, now Alwar. Poor Bailey, listen to Tom. <laughs> Tammy says, what happened to the Isaac links? They've gone very quiet. I think he was linked quite heavily in January because he was the only real striker that was going to be possible to kind of get hold of because if you think about he had a release clause 75 million pounds 74 million pounds 90 million euros that was what was accessible the other strikers david schick uh, nunez all of those guys they just weren't clubs weren't selling unless it was for stupid figures uh and real Sociedad had a release clause so that's why they've kind of died down arsenal will wait until the summer to really push ahead with their moves for a striker erling Haaland, any hope of getting him has certainly gone out the window he looks like he's going to be moving to manchester city according to the times who reported that so we'll have to wait and see uh, penny Wynn says not a question just want to say i fully support you taking more time for yourself thanks matt yeah if you've just t- tuned in live uh, there's probably not going to be a show tomorrow morning and i'm considering stopping the shows on a match day weekend so if we play on a saturday you know we'll have a show in the evening to react to the game uh or the next morning but uh, probably on a match day gonna probably slow down the 8am shows but uh every other day six days a week you'll have them so don't you worry about that it's just about you know trying to take more of a break and give my head a bit of a rest at times uh clive says i'm not convinced by our stats like him though they do i just i can't get on the our train i just don't think he's consistent and i don't think he puts in the performances and i don't think that he's i don't think he's a protagonist i think he's a follower i think he's a passenger i think he's someone that plays well when the team plays well and he's not one that will elevate the players around him i think he's someone that needs to be elevated by others um is Patrick Schick injury prone? Look, I know he suffered with some injuries. I get that. Um, but not being very fast doesn't necessarily bother me, especially for a more physical, like aerially threatening type forward. Uh, he's not slow by any means, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, look, it doesn't bother me. I think that he's showing enough consistency, enough games, enough um, commitment and attendance throughout the season that it wouldn't bother me. And that's why we need to sign two strikers as well, Oli. So we've got that backup. Uh, Barat saying possibly Skamaka as another option. Um, he's not been linked for quite some time. I don't know how his season's going. He was kind of looked at as Juventus's target before they signed Vlaovic. Um, let's have a quick check of his season. 12 goals in 27 games. No assists so far. I don't like it when strikers don't really have any assists at all. Like none. And he has none in Serie A in 27 games. And I'd like to see more, uh, especially for his link-up play. So yeah, Skamaka... Probably not the one to look at. He does have three goals in his last four games, though, supposedly. So 
that's quite good form. Uh, Joel says, any chance of getting Joao Felix if we don't finish in the top four? I doubt it. And I don't think Atletico Madrid will want to let him leave. Uh, Clive pointing out that uh, Nunez's price is around 80 million euros. Too much? Probably. It's probably too big of a risk to go for him at that price. Uh, Soladin with an assist, uh, DCL with an assist for Awobi. Uh, what are your thoughts on Calvert-Lewin? I just don't think he's had a season which would justify Arsenal going big in the summer. However, a player like Ozimen is slightly different. Ozimen, Schick, Nunez, um, less so Isaac. I think there are strikers out there that certainly Arsenal will be looking at to try and take us to the next level in the summer. Um, Stephen says, Tom, do you think that our players have grasped Arteta's philosophy and that is the reason for our improved form? I think it's a combination of a lot of factors, Stephen. Yes, Arteta's ideas are getting across and the consistency that the teams are playing together is allowing us to play better. I think the attitude is better. I think that the feeling, the environment, the atmosphere around uh, the club is better. I think the support from the fans has been brilliant. And you combine all of these factors to a youthful team that really thrive off attention and backing and praise. And I think all of those things are combining to seeing a coherent and cohesive group that are moving towards our targets. So, yeah, and I also think the other teams around us being a little bit silly is also helping to uh, push us forwards. Uh, Marcus says, Tom, agree that you should have a break. Maybe Renata Sanchez can deputise. There's nothing else to do. Very true. Uh, Navarra says, Arsenal, please don't go near Diaby or Dest. Their only useful attributes is pace and nothing else. I mean, based upon the amount of goals and assists that DRB has, Navarra, I would kind of disagree. I mean, I need to do a lot more research and looking into DRB. But I mean, if it's, if it's just pace that's getting him that many goals and assists throughout the season, I'd ask that he's probably good enough uh, to join the club. Uh, Jay Paul says, what about Maxi Gomez? Mm, no, I would have taken him when he first moved onto the scene in Europe at Celta Vigo, but... That move has just not done him well enough. I wouldn't be going for Maxi Gomez, uh, but I thought that we'd get a lot more from him when he joined in Europe. He had a really good goal record in his first season alongside Santi Mina um, at Celta Vigo, but it's just just not worked out. Uh, James Rose says, is the spotlight on Edu this summer to get better prices for our fringe players we have sold cheaply? In short, yes, it is. I've written about this. It's definitely a summer where the, the spotlight, the focus is all going to be on whether or not Edu is able to get more money for our players. Albrecht says, Balogun makes strides forward at Middlesbrough. Do you think he needs another loan next season or would you integrate him? I think it depends upon how many strikers we're able to bring in. It depends if Lacazette leaves or not. But Balogun needs to be getting minutes. If it's in the if it's with Arsenal, that's great. And I can see him coming off the bench quite like Nketiah does. It's valuable experience playing in those cup games, playing in Europe more than we can afford to. I think that, you know, there's opportunities for Balogun at Arsenal. And uh, and they will come in the form of substitute appearances and cup and uh, and European appearances for Arsenal. Uh, Khalid, what are your thoughts on Jeremy Pino? Great talent, great player, but the price tag associated with him isn't going to be anything less than his €80 million Euro release clause. It went up from 30 Arsenal missed the chance to pay that before he signed the new deal. Um, and so I think he's going to cost far, far too much. Clive says, Cody Gakbo is my striker hunch. Captain at 22 strings, uh, screams potential. Yeah, striker, he can play on the wide forward position. Only problem is, Clive, he's only just signed a new deal. And before he signs that new deal, PSV were asking for something upwards of 30 to 40 million euros before the new contract was signed. So I dread to think what they'd be asking for now 
after he signed a new deal. Uh, Matt says, Paqueta excites me, mate. Can play Cam centre mid or centre forward. Matt, I think that Paqueta is a great shout. I think that when people talk about Awar for the left eight position, I'd be saying to them, why not look to Paqueta? If you want to be more attacking, if you want to be more adventurous with your midfield three, why not pair Odegaard and Paqueta together with Partey holding? Yes, yeah, sure. In games against the bigger sides, we can go a little bit more reserved and use a Xhaka or a different central midfielder to pair Partey with. But in these games like we had against Brighton, where against Burnley, where we've struggled to score, why not throw in an extra centre mid of, uh, of Paqueta's quality with Odegaard to give us even more attacking potential? And I think that he is certainly a player that I would love to see brought into the team. Uh, Byron says, Tom, who is your choice as backup to the backup of centre-forward next season? Eddie or Balogun? Absolutely Balogun. Get rid of Eddie. Not good enough for Arsenal. Answer says, I still like Awar. If we're buying him to replace Elneny while looking for a Xhaka upgrade, plus Ainsley Maitland-Niles will probably leave this summer. Perfect striker to replace Laka is Ozymen or Tammy Abraham. Tammy Abraham will certainly be on the list, I'm sure. And because of Chelsea's inability to buy him back, it will make a purchase from Roma much easier. He won't inspire a lot of interest from, from fans. You can expect a lot of fans to kind of turn their nose up at Tammy Abraham, but you shouldn't sleep on him at all. You should definitely be aware of what he's capable of doing, what he's done since moving to another league. He'd done well in the Premier League in the season under Frank Lampard before they signed Werner and Lukaku, etc., and, of course, now he's doing it again really well in the Italian league. Um, and, yes, Clive, I agree. We do need a, a forward that can play in a wide position and in a centre-forward role. JM, Tom, do you think Arteta should tie himself against the goalpost and protest against the scheduling fixtures? Look, if you're going to talk about anyone doing a protest of that style, you know, Arteta's got more than a right to complain about the fixture scheduling because, frankly, it's a joke. Uh, Mr. Simpatico says, uh, is ha Sebastian Haller not a perfect option in that lacquer role? Look, I know that since leaving West Ham, he's done exceptionally well and is the current, I think, goal-scoring leader in the Champions League, uh, unless someone overtakes him. But he is 27 years of age now. Uh, he's got 19 goals, 7 assists, 11 goals in the Champions League this season. But when he came to West Ham, it, it just didn't click. I do feel like he's one of those strikers that, Similar to kind of Jonathan Soriano at Red Bull Salzburg. I'm trying to think of another example in another league. Otto Cabral could turn out to be one of these players. That in one of these kind of B-tier leagues, and I use that with respect, but I call the A-tier leagues, you know, your top five, the next tier down, the Eredivisie, the Portuguese league. Um, where else would you say? Probably, I mean, those two are probably standouts, but you look at England, France, Italy, Spain, Germany, the top five, Holland, Portugal was kind of that next tier down. Uh, of clubs uh, I think that he probably suits that kind of level and that's why he's scoring so many goals there whereas you see other players that do move around and continue to score no matter where they're playing uh, and he's of an age now that I think it would probably not suit Arsenal enough um, Ronald says three central midfielders uh, other than Kessie or Camera, who should we get <laughs> I tell you what there's not I mean Corinthian Tolito's deal runs out at the end of the season but he is in discussions with Bayern Munich so we'll wait and see on that one. But he could be a good Elneny replacement, a Toliso. I wouldn't sign him as kind of your marquee number one option to replace Xhaka, but certainly he's someone that maybe could come in. Kessier's going to Barcelona. Camera will probably end up at Man United. Uh, that's my expectation so far this season. Uh, Daniel says, we went for Vlaovic. That is massive indication of what we want at centre-forward. Nunez, Skamaka and Schick are the closest profiles paul says have you considered pre-recorded content for match days i have 
Yes. Um, it's still more about the time, though, Paul. It's, I can't really explain. It's really difficult to explain kind of scheduling and work and kind of the pressures of the time associated with it all and having, a, you know, family stuff as well at the same time and, you know, trying to have a social life. It's, it's hard to balance everything. So even if I did pre-recorded stuff, that still takes time. And actually, it takes more time than doing a live show because you have to record it you know upload it it takes more time than doing the live shows do uh jay paul says ever watch Rydal baku at wolfsburg plays right back center mid and wing back uh and a wing player as well looks good yes uh, i haven't seen any of him this season no granted um but last season when we were looking at, at possible right backs and maybe backups he came to my attention when he was at mainz uh he was playing a lot of central midfield as well so you know very versatile exciting young german international one to keep an eye on maybe in the future uh, Matt says he's been quality. He knows where the back of the net is. Talking about um, Tammy Abraham, I think. But no to Haller, he was awful at West Ham. Greg says yes, but the question is, would signing Haaland and Mbappe ruin Eddie Nketiah's growth? <laughs> I love this question because it does highlight there is a bit of an obsession around, I think, blocking the pathways of certain players at Arsenal. It used to be with Nketiah. It used to be with other players like Bellerin. Uh, and we see it now even with Martinelli, Smith, Rowe and Saka. Look, Arsenal need to be ruthless with their squad. Uh, they need to be ruthless in the way they sign players. If we can sign someone that's better than Balogun, better than Saka, better than Smith, Rowe, better than Martinelli, what's wrong with signing someone like that that can come in and be better for Arsenal in the long term? Only the long term. I'm not someone talking about being coming in for one good season. I'm talking about the long term. Be ruthless with the squad. So we'll have to see what's happening. Um, Scrolling down, Paul says, how many players do we need in the summer? Five or six striker, centre midfielder, possibly another centre back, possibly another right back, wide forward um, and goalkeeper, I suppose, with Matt Turner coming in. So six, trying to think if I've missed any. Arguably two central midfielders, I think, is the big, big discussion. Depends on who goes in the summer. Um we are going to wrap things up there. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in, as always. Uh, I will be live tomorrow morning. Uh, no, I won't. I don't know why I said that. I'll be live tomorrow evening after uh, all of the matches. And probably 6 o'clock, I think. I'm probably going to target 6 o'clock for a half an hour breakdown of the game against Aston Villa. But no show tomorrow morning, as I say. I'm probably going to stop doing the 8 a.m.s on a match day at a weekend. So the ATM will return on Sunday uh, and then throughout the week and throughout the international break and probably one day off again at the weekend. But I'm just trying to take one day off a week um, just for, you know, health and well-being purposes and, you know, having at least one lay-in uh, in a week. I don't really do lay-ins. I'll probably still get up at the normal time, but just, you know, a, a bit of a brain rest, if you like. I uh, just need to rest my head. So I'm going to go off and first of all trim this monstrosity uh <laughs> and uh then move forward by the way for those listening on audio that's my beard before anyone gets any funny ideas uh and uh i'll see you uh tomorrow evening after hopefully arsenal have beaten aston villa if you want to go watch the preview show please please do and uh, i'll be live on the arsenal way in just over an hour's time link to the channel as always is in the description drop a like on the video subscribe if you're new and as always up the arsenal It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip-in, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. 
perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.